Blog Talk Radio. Hello to the very special person listening to this broadcast. 
Welcome to another episode of Taboo Talk, featuring your very own pastor and Christian consultant, me, Lady Charmaine Day. Today's show is guaranteed to be full of sensitive, intimate, natural conversations, rarely talked about in the Christian community. So now get ready for your weekly spiritual consultation. Are you ready? Great. Let's begin. So how are you feeling? It's been a week. I hope life has treated you good because you know what you do. You make God look good on a consistent basis. Let me give you a round of applause. Yay! Man, I know this week was really, really hard to keep on doing what you do. And you just made it look so easy. And I know people go, goodness grief, when are they going to let it up? I'm trying to keep up. I can't. (laughs) You don't tell nobody your secret. (laughs) You got Jesus on the inside. So anyway, I want to welcome you because you are our very important people, our VIP, and you are a leader. You know, I told you once before, I'll tell you again, and every time I get a chance to let you know, I prayed for leaders to listen to this radio show. So I know anybody who's listening is a leader in their community, on their job, within their family, and that a lot of people look to you for guidance and support. So I take my job seriously to make sure that you get your weekly tune-up and are feeling good so you're recharged and able to get back out there and do what you do. Okay, so we've been talking about minding your P's and Q's. And I know, okay, that y'all got your P's down, all right? Let me just remind you that to mind your P's, that means you're working on your physical fitness and keeping your peace of mind and knowing that you will be prosperous in every area of your life because, you know, you're minding your P's and Q's. And so let's talk about physical fitness. How's everybody doing with that? I hope you're doing good. I hope you're continuing to do your weight loss programs and eating right and exercising. I know it's getting easier for me to go up a flight of stairs. Yesterday I had to go for a producer's uh, mix at BronxNet, and I had to walk up two flights of stairs, which really was six flights of stairs. And I tell you, I took those stairs like dun dun by the time I got to the top, I was like, dun, 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 dun. and I had, you know, I had my big mama pocketbook, so, you know, I was just working it. But I tell you the truth, when I got into that room, I sat down, and the sweat was pouring. <laughs> they were like, what did you do? I was just like, I ran up those stairs like it was rocky, and I didn't care. You know, in my heels, I was just like, I'm going to get my workout every time I can. So I hope y'all doing that, too, instead of taking the elevator. You take the stairs to where you got to go, because I could have taken the elevator. You know, I could have pressed two to the second floor. But I said, no, I'm going to walk these stairs. I'm going to get my little exercise in along with my uh, walking a treadmill. I hope y'all doing y'all walking. Remember, Dr. Dio Lanier said to get a pedometer and uh, monitor how many steps you up to. I'd be glad to let you know I'm officially up to a thousand. Hello, give Lady Charmaine Day a round of applause. Yay! How many steps are you taking? I hope you up to at least a thousand. It's not five hundred. Okay, ten. But you're doing something. The point is you moving. All right. We're not the couch potatoes that we were a couple of weeks ago. Hands up if you feel, feel what I'm talking about. Okay. Then lastly, with uh, secondly, with your peace of mind, with the peace of mind, you are keeping um, your mind stayed on, on Jesus. And you know everything's all right because God's in control. Because if it was in your own strength and if it was in my strength, we both know. There's no way in the world we could get through the day we could get through this crisis that's going on in the world, that we can get through anything, that we could we, we can't make ourselves breathe. You know what I'm saying? God does that for us. So you know he's got everything else. And so I hope that you're, you're enjoying peace of mind and you're looking at those people who ain't God and you're going, wow, this really is priceless, you know, because a lot of people wish that they could be in my position. So, And lastly, we talked about prosperity. And I tell you, I have been holding on to those prosperity scriptures I hope you are too, especially the one about Psalms 23, 1, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want, okay? 
And, you know, I want to give a special shout-out to the people who came on Sunday for service. We talked about uh, the actual prosperity scriptures, and we worked on it uh, hands-on. So we, we got to figure out what does a mustard seed look like with some Play-Doh, okay? And the next time you guys come and visit us for rejuvenation service on Sunday, we're going to help you do a mustard seed, so you see. And thank you, Marilyn, Sydney, Sherry Ann, and Ralph, for coming to service on Sunday. We had a great time together. And, listener, if you can uh, take time out your schedule, please come to rejuvenation service this Sunday at 1030 because it's promising to be great. So today we're going to talk about the Q's of the Minding Your P's and Q's. What does the Q stand for? I want to remind you that the Q's stand for spending quiet time with Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and God. And the other Q means that you're a queen or king on the planet. So I'm going to break that down for you today. Okay, let's start off with the Q. Why is it important to spend quiet time with Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and God? First of all, do you know what your most valuable asset is on the planet? I mean, what's the thing that is most valuable to you that you need to put all your stock into, that you need to mind it and trove it like it's more priceless than gold? As you can say, people, it definitely is not the stock market because it goes up and down and all around, and you never know which direction. You can't depend on that. But but what you can depend on is that the greatest asset that you got going for you is that you're a child of God and that relationship, people, not religion, but that relationship you have with God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit is what sees you through time and time again. But if you don't take time out to make a deposit into that relationship, you can't get a return. You understand? If you don't take time out to develop that relationship when it don't count, how are you going to depend on it when it does? How do you know God's voice in a time of crisis? How do you know when God is talking to you? You've got a lot of voices being thrown at you throughout this world. You've got your Blackberry, your Palm Pilot, your, your Trio, your cell phone, your, 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 your computer, your, your TV, your PlayStation, your Wii, your, your everything. You, you, you're, you're into the matrix 24-7. So you've got all these voices coming at you, and, and it's just like, how do you know God? Well, God's voice is very still. It's a still, quiet voice. But if you don't know how to take time out to hear it, when in the midst of a crisis, in the midst of all these this noise that we got going on, on the planet, you won't hear it. So taking that quiet time is very key. Um, and, you know, I'm going to give you a story about it. Last week I told you guys about um, going for that brownstone. Now, I'm going to tell you the truth. There's no way in the world I could have had all that faith and conviction if I hadn't spent quality, quiet time with Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit beforehand. You know, I I would spend quality time praying and talking to God and reading my Bible and going to church and doing what I had to do to lift me up. I felt like I had a relationship. And when those times got hard, I would get underneath my covers. The best quality time I could have is when I get underneath my covers and I just pray and talk to Jesus and the Holy Spirit and I just meditate and listen for the word. And, you know, I can hear messages come clear. But then sometimes if I'm not certain, you know, I get a dream. I told you, God gave me a dream about what to expect in this situation with the multiplication, the faith, and going back and talking to the minister. So if he don't tell me direct, he'll give me a dream or he'll tell somebody what I need to know. So after we got the house and we had this big celebration, and the New York Times article happened, and everything was wonderful, you would think, wow, okay, that's the happy ending to the story. Well, no, it didn't go down like that. You know, um, come 2001, May 2001, uh, my ex-husband said he wanted to go on vacation, you know, and go for training, have some quality time with himself. So I said, okay, go away, you know. So he went away for two weeks. But prior to that, like 30 days prior to that, my friend, Lady Holly, told me, she said, uh, Charmaine, I, I have something to tell you. You know, God put it on my heart to let you know that you need to spend extra quality time with him in the next 30 days. 
so that you're crystal clear what's the number one priority for you in your life, what's the number one asset that you got going on. And you need to do a series of exercises to get yourself together. You know how to get in touch with you. Go and do what you got to do because you put so much of your effort and faith and you did such a strong walk, your batteries are low. You need to recharge because there's something that's going to hit you and you you got to be able to stand and take it. So I said, do you know what's coming? <laughs> you know, I asked a direct question. She said, no. She said, all I know is that you need to ha- recharge. So for the next 30 days in May, you know, what I did was I, I did a series of exercises. Um, and actually I documented what I did for myself in Zero Mathematics, the Science of Today. And I was doing my own homework, my own personal soul searching. And one of the things I came back with was how do I define myself? What's the most important title that I had? It wasn't anything else but the fact that I was a child of God that meant the most to me. And then I rebuilt my thought process around that and, you know, well, how was I going to act in the six areas of my life and what goals were I was going to set for myself and, you know, who was I going to get out of my circle and what I was going to focus in on. So somewhere in there, in that 30 days, my husband says he wants to go on vacation. So that's okay. You know, meanwhile, I'm doing this soul searching and all this other good stuff, still working at Stromberg Consulting as the head of human resources and, you know, helping up, you know, with his family's business upstate, doing our business, you know, on the side, and, you know, dealing with my family. You know, I'm being superwoman to the world. And really, this time taken to spend quiet time with God each and every day and do my homework and to pray to God, I got more centered and more at peace. So... On the second week when he was getting ready to uh, uh, come home, you know, I called him up. I said, hey, honey, guess what? We got everything we wanted, you know. I got my master's um, from Columbia. You're finishing up your Ph.D. at Columbia. We got the brownstone you said that you wanted. So, look, you know, what I wanted was to have children, you know. Wow, we're in our five-year plan that we have established. I'm going to come off birth control. His, and he said, you know, having children with you is no longer in my plan. I said, okay. You know, I didn't skip a beat. I was like, well, what's the new plan? <laughs> what's the new plan? You know, I'm just saying we're on plan number two, whatever. He's like, I'll talk to you about it when I get home. I'm like, okay, you know, get off the phone. And then uh, the day he was supposed to come home, he was supposed to come home at 8 o'clock. You know, sometimes I call him at 12. So I call him at 12. He says, you know, I'm on my, I'm here. You know, I'm on my way home. I said, oh, well, I'll come home, you know, because I, I missed you. It's been a while. It's been two weeks. He says, oh, you're already working my nerves. I said, oh, Lord, what's, why are he upset? So I said, okay, you know. Then my spirit and the spirit of God said to me, crystal clear, Charmaine, it's okay if you're divorced at 30. Then I said to myself, the only reason why I knew this was the spirit of God talking to me because I had prayed and meditated and spent quiet time together. But i tell you the truth. Had I not done that, I would have been like, this is the devil talking to me. Or, you know, maybe I'm really crazy because I'm hearing a voice. I don't know. I've never heard a voice before this clear. You know, what's going on? But um, I was like, oh, my God, what's going on? So I come home. You know, uh, I'm like, honey, I'm home. He's like, let's go to the movies. He takes me to my favorite movie theater to see The Mummy Returns. We sitting down with our popcorn and Coke and Junior Mints. And he's like, you know, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. I like spending time by myself, and uh, I want a divorce. Then we go watch the movie. We come home. I cry. I get over it. I'm like, okay. What could I do, right? <laughs> and, you know, while I was crying, you know, and praying to God, you know, God was just like, I love you, you know, what's the most important t- thing to you, that you're a child of God? And I started reading my notes that I had taken over the last 30 days and how I defined myself, and I said, you know what, thank you, Jesus, that you sent a messenger to let me, you know, get my head together. Thank God I had spent quiet time with you, because I don't know, had I not done this, going in, hearing this kind of news, after everything I had said and been through, I would have been wiped out. But uh, I tell you. I was able to bounce back so quickly because that meditation time, that preparation time, that 30 days of spending time, with quality time with God, 
and really seeing what was most important. Prior to that 30 days, I'll be honest, I would have said, what was, you know, how would you define yourself? Oh, well, I'm the head of HR, I'm a wife, I'm a daughter, you know. Christian wasn't up on the, on up on the, being a Christian wasn't the number one definition. Being a child of God wasn't the number one way I defined myself. And you know what, before I did that 30 days, I didn't spend a lot of quality, quiet time with God. I did not. You know, uh, I would pray, and I would spend, I would go to church on Sundays. But in between, I wasn't taking out 30 minutes to an hour each day to spend quality time with God and recharge and regroup. So, whew, that 30 days of taking an hour to 30 minutes every day, spending quality time doing homework, getting to know myself, getting to know God, really prepared me for the crisis that I face. And, you know, spending quality time and quiet time with God, Jesus himself did that. You know, we we see time and time that Jesus would withdraw uh, from the crowds. He would withdraw from his disciples and go and spend quality time with himself and, and God and the Holy Spirit to get himself together. And we can see that in Matthew 4.13. When Jesus heard what had happened, he withdrew by boat privately to a, a si- solitary place. So see, Jesus knew, i got to get quality, quiet time, okay? I can't perform these big miracles and I'm not centered, right? Um, before his ultimate trial where he was uh, crucified, he went to Gethsemane, right? And in Matthew 26, 36, it says, then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to them, sit there while I go over there and pray. Jesus knew he needed to be prayed up in order to face the crisis that he was going to go into, right? Back before Jesus, uh, and we had his example, Nehemiah, remember I told you this before, Nehemiah, when he looked at the situation of his people, he was like, woof. What he did was sat down, he wept, he mourned, he fasted, and then he prayed. He went to God, repenting of his sins and making God accountable for the word he said. And he asked God to uh, give him success at what he would do and for his favor, and God gave it to him. And we can see that in Nehemiah 1, 4 through 11. So people, spending quiet time with the Holy Spirit, Jesus, and God is a necessity. There's no way in the world you can withstand the trials and tribulations that will come your way if you don't spend quality, quiet time. So you will get an answer. When those problems come, because you did that deposit into that relationship, the most important relationship you got on the planet, when Time, the trials and tribulations come, and they will come. You got that quiet voice that you could hear clearly. Like there's there's so many voices, so many competing things for your time. That how do you hear clearly? You know, you, you it's because you spend that quiet time. And like today, when I want to get into like coming onto this radio show, I just don't go la 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 la. Let me go shopping. La 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 la. Let me go here. Let me go there. No. I, you know, I'll write my Facebook friends because those are my friends, and then you know I will go and pray, get underneath my covers, and spend some quality, quiet time with the Holy Spirit, Jesus, and God, and say, you know what, this is what I want to talk about, what y'all want me to talk about, you know, lead me to the scriptures that I need, help me to see what I need to see, and and wipe out any negativity. And God does that, gives me the scripture, gives me everything I need to know, and I'm and then I before I get on the uh um. The mic to speak to you, you know, I pray. When Mama Day and Brooklyn Mike were here, all three of us would pray together before the show starts. We know where our help comes from. Do you know where yours comes from? Okay. So quiet time. That's key. The other cue is that there's a piece that comes from knowing who you are. When you say you are a child of God, do you understand really what that means? When you are a child of God, that means that you have an inheritance, an inheritance to the throne. And you say, okay, well, please show me where that's at. You are a joint heir to the throne 
of uh, of God with Jesus Christ. And we can see that in Hebrews 10, 12 to the end. But when this priest, talking about Jesus, had offered for all time one sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God. Since that time, he waits for his enemies to be made his footstool. And since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and full assurance of faith, our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold unservantly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. And it also says, the scripture, I'm sorry, that I was talking about was in Romans 8, 14 and 17. Because those who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. For you did not receive a spirit that was made a, to make you a slave again, to fear, but you received the spirit of sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now we are, it, now if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God, and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory. I'm going to repeat that. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. So co-heirs with Christ. (laughs) You hear what I'm saying? To God's house. Now, you know, I like to think about God on a personal level, you know, when when I need something or I need a comforting, I cry out, "Daddy, help me!" When when I want reassurance that I'm loved and 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 taken care of, I pick up my Bible and feel it and hold it, and I just know this is the living Word of God. I just go, "Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Spirit. Thank you, Daddy, for making sure I got something of yours to hold tight and personal." You know, when I want to know that God can work a miracle, I look in the mirror and I said, "Wow, He made me in my mother's womb." He didn't make a mistake. So, you know, you got to get personal. You know, when people said, you know, a friend of mine recently said, why do you go by the title lady? You know, isn't that kind of pretentious and uh, ostentatious? I first said, first of all, you know, can you define what those words mean? Because <laughs> I was like, I don't have a Western dictionary in front of me. So please let me know what pretentious and ostentatious and all that good stuff means. If I if you think I'm pretending or being fake phony or making a cl- a claim that I can't make, you're a fool. Cause you know what? I got Jesus, and according to the Bible, I'm an heir to the throne. Okay, and you know what it says in Revelation? In Revelation it says Revelation 19:16 on Jesus' robe and on his thigh, his name is written King of Kings and Lord of Lords. He's the best. And I'm, I'm a, and he's the king of kings and lord of lords. That means I'm a queen. Now, I think it would have been pretty out there to go queen, Charmaine Day. So I just said lady because I looked it up in Webster's Dictionary what a lady means. And it means a woman of entitlement. A lady means uh, someone with a great uh, uh, inheritance, someone with property. I got heavenly property. It says so in the Bible. I have a great inheritance, okay, here on earth and in heaven. And, I, you know, I know who my father is. My father in heaven is my daddy, okay? And, you know, I love it, you know, having had going to Cornell and to Columbia. You, you know, you be around a lot of rich people, and they'd be quick to tell you, my father is so-and-so, you know, okay? And and when and when you got richness about you, you walk with a, a, a air that says, you know, look, you mess with me, I pick up the phone. My father's people will take care of you. <laughs> this situation, I'd be like, oh, I got this down. It's good that I saw this in the human flesh. How to operate about my spiritual father? So I'd be like, look, y'all messing with me? Do you know who's my father? <laughs> I. Jehovah Jireh is my father, okay? God is my father. So I say that to you to say the Q is queen or king. You're a queen or king. Jesus said he's a king. That means you're king. We co-heirs. Hello? So you can walk with entitlement and feeling good about yourself and, and with authority to say, I am special. I have a great inheritance. 
I'm not poor. I'm not, I, I can look at my bank account and laugh because I know my heavenly account, I got a real treasure. And, you know, God gives me prosperity. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, and my riches will be here on earth just as they are in heaven. I, I loose that up. So, you know, you got you to gotta, you gotta walk like you know. You know, Brother Joel Osteen, I love how he says that the Bible is real, and whatever it says in that Bible is his. He owns that. He believes that. And either you believe the Bible or you don't. There is no in-between with it. You know what I'm saying? Either you really are a king or queen or you really are not. Either you believe it or you don't. Now, I happen to believe it. So I believe it, I receive it, and I just see it come to pass. So in the same conversation, uh, when he defined, he looked it up in the dictionary. I said, go to the dictionary, look it up, about lady. I said, it also says something about a gentleman. Just like I'm a lady, all men of God are uh, gentlemen. All women of God are ladies, okay? And, uh, you know, so when I walk down the street, I say, hello, sir, you know, because a gentleman, their title is sir. You know, I give people that respect because it's just like, I know a man of God when I see him. So, hello, sir, hello, lady. Give you that respect. You know, people go to Lady Holly. Why do you call yourself Lady Holly? She said, I'm a lady. <laughs> you know, I like my friends. You know, my uh, friend Deborah Crawford, she now goes by Lady Love. You know, there's a lot of ladies surrounding me because they know who they are in, in God. And so, you know, people want if you if you feel comfortable enough in in your uh, royalty, then you should know. You have every right to to the same title I do. Don't get it twisted. You got scripture to stand on. I just told you Revelation nine sixteen, Romans eight fourteen through seventeen, and I'm gonna say that once again because those who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. He didn't say slaves of God. He says sons of God. For you did not receive a spirit that man as you slave again to fear, but you received the spirit of sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, if and indeed we share in his suffering, in order that we may also share in his glory. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm telling you. And that was one of those scriptures I came across, <laughs> you know, and, and my self-discovery uh, back in May 2001, that during my 30 days of quiet time, God revealed to me, says, oh, you are precious. I was like, thank you, Lord, you've given me this word. Uh, you know, when I, when, when I understood what a child of God really meant, I was just like, wow. Then I understood how in the world I could go and claim a house in the name of Jesus, and it becomes mine. Then now, I see, when I ask for something, God blesses me with it. And and it's just a little things too. I talked about a big thing. I'm going to talk about a very small little thing that happened very quickly. And, and it made me feel special. Because you got little things happening for yourself all the time, listener, that you just take for granted. So this Sunday, you know, after we had Sunday service, rejuvenation service, uh, Brother Ross was talking about, how the fact that he likes red velvet uh, cake. And I was saying how everybody knows every week I go to Human Bookstore. I love Human Bookstore. You're talking about the jazziest bookstore in the world. First of all, it's the largest African-American-owned bookstore on the planet. Second of all, you can't buy the peace that you get when you walk in there and how good it feels. And third of all, they got... Uh, a nice cafe, and the slamming uh, chocolate muffin. I, I think I might have mentioned this before, but if I didn't, they got the best chocolate muffin. And Marilyn, there, she makes the coffee. And the coffee is delicious because she puts her secret ingredient in it, her love. So I always go there to get some some coffee and a muffin. But at Sunday service, Brother Ross was talking about this uh, red velvet cake, and I never had red velvet cake. And I said, mm, Lord, I want to try it because he make, he make how he makes it sound sounds as good as my chocolate muffin. So don't you know I prayed about it. <laughs> I said, this would be my nice little treat for doing everything right, okay? So yesterday I went to Human Bookstore, 
and Marilyn gave me a red velvet cupcake. Do you know I almost laid out in Human Bookstore? I was like, what? I didn't even ask her for it. I didn't even ask her. Normally, I always ask for my chocolate muffin. She just put the red velvet velvet cupcake on my plate, and she said, here, this is what we were talking about. I was like, this is a miracle. It's the little things that make you happy. But anyway, this is how much my heart means something to Jesus. I really did pray to try the red velvet cake as my reward for doing all the good things like exercising and being healthy, right? Now, the likelihood of it being in a human bookstore was slim to none because I've never seen it there. Boom, it's there. That's a miracle. People. When you spend that quality time with Jesus and you let him know the desires of your heart and you talk to him on a personal and you have personal quality time with him, you think he's not going to care for you with the little things as well as the big things? Because he will. You have to believe it. You have to know that you are the special people on the planet. You are his beloved children. And he loves you and cares about the big things and the small things in your life. And he will empower people to give you the desires of your heart. I didn't tell Marilyn I wanted to try this cupcake. I didn't tell anybody. Ralph had told us where we could go get it. And I was going to go get it. <laughs> you don't understand. I was going to try this out. So, you know, this was my this was my reward at the end of the week. Guess what day of the week it was yesterday? Tuesday. Okay. So that's why I told y'all at the beginning of the show, I walked up two flights of stairs. I had to burn that cupcake off. I was like, I'm going to burn it off. I said, but I enjoyed it very, very thoroughly. So why should you mind your queen or kingship or the fact that you need to do quality time? Those, and no, notice, I only had those two things of cues. I could have had a lot of uh, different things to say for Q. You know, I could break down an acronym and, and give y'all a lot of things to study. But you these are the most two things that you need to become a subject matter expert at. Spending quality, quiet time with Jesus the Lord Jesus, the Holy Spirit and God, and recognizing that you are royalty. You are queen or king. Therefore when you know that you know that you know that you know, nobody can take that away from you. Nobody can ever say to you that you're something that you're not. I tell you the truth. I appreciate my ex-husband for doing research and um, researching my family tree back to 1620 on the day side. And I know because he did that, that days have been free in America since 1620. The moment I found that out, I'm telling you, it, it released a lot of things off my back. I always took pride in, in my heritage as an African-American. But knowing that part of my history, ooh, I was just like, what? That made me feel special. When you know that you are free, when you know that you are royalty, you know, in Romans it's, it said you are not a slave to fear. A slave to fear. That means you shouldn't be shaken up or stared by what you see going on. Because your Heavenly Father's got you. Let me tell you, you can't be flinching. Now, yes, sometimes we slip. Everybody slip. Everybody fall. Everybody have that moment where we go, no to Jesus. I sent up a communication memo. I'll tell you the truth. I don't know if you got it. Because <laughs> I'm sitting here wondering, when is this going to show up? Do you see what is happening? I am afraid, and I'm, I don't mean to be afraid, but I am, but please help me. Please help me. You think he don't get that prayer? He get that prayer. He get it. But what we should not do is settle, because if we settle we and if we start getting scared, that's when we, we start allowing uh, the enemy to come and give us second best or to give us third best or for us to get uh, uh Deceived by the fake phony Let me take a moment to explain what I mean by the fake phony If you don't spend quiet time with God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit Then they can't give you certain gifts, right? Because you got to be, you you got to receive the gift And understand that discernment comes 
from prayer, from petition, for asking God for his favor, for asking God for discernment. It comes from studying the Bible and the word and standing on scripture and knowing in your heart that it's true. It's not a lie. It's not a story. This is not a fable. This is not something back then that worked for the Christians of old. It works for us today, too, because it's the living word, right? When you pray and you get this in your spirit and you know it without a shadow of a doubt, then <sighs> discernment comes. And then when the fake phony come up and try to knock you out or take you over or use you or abuse you, you be like, wait a minute, hold on a second. I know what I pray for. You pull up your imaginary list. I pray for X. You Y. You got to go. Or, or they might be able to deceive you for a couple of days. And you be like, okay, it's 30 days. And you got by me because I, I thought you were it. But you ain't it. You got to go. You know what I'm saying? And let me tell you how it works. The fake phony... Right? Whatever is not meant for you, they can't last the test of time. Time will reveal all things to to you if you pray for discernment. And you ever notice why, and I told you this before when we talked about enemies, but I'm going to tell you again, why on jobs you got 90 days to prove whether or not you're a good employee or not? Because trust, in 90 days, you're going to mess up if, if, if you ain't the genuine thing. And if you are the genuine thing, you're going to do a good job. And it's so clear, you know, you cannot keep up a fake phoniness for 90 days. You can't. And I'm telling you, the, the, the more fake phony you are, the less time it takes for the, the revelation to come to pass. I'm telling you, in 30 days, you'd be like, oh, he, he or she got to go. Fire them. <laughs> and I mean fire them out your life, okay? Fire them out your friendship circle. You know, I, I be on, I be minding my Facebook friends because that's my that's my treasure. Those are my those are my friends. Okay, people I really love and care about. Okay, I don't let any old body be my Facebook friend. Then okay, you know, just in case I'm not sure about you, I'll let you on, check you out. A couple of days, you ain't acting right. You got to go. Hello, you need to be that deep with your with your with your inner circle because you know who's in your inner circle. You spending quality, quiet time with Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and God, that's your inner circle. Do you let anybody near Jesus? Do you let anybody impact your most secret asset on the planet? No. Do you let them near the most valuable thing you got going on, which is you? No. Mm -mm. You know, a friend of mine let me know that, you know, yesterday it was all about being accessible and everybody have access to you today people value the fact that you know what not everybody can get to you okay and since i knew that a couple of months ago not everybody can get to lady charmaine day not everybody has access okay not everybody can say they my friend Mm -mm. no i know a lot of people but the title friend is deep because see i know that my best friendship, my best relationship, the best asset I have is the one I have with Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and God. And I hope that you are picking up that's the one you need to have as your best relationship, too. And when you realize how deep they love you and what unconditional love is, okay, then you don't settle for this less than crap that people want to throw at you. Like I said, you know, if you got five and six hundred and four hundred and three hundred Facebook friends, are all these people loving and liking you to the deepness that you deserve? You know, MySpace and all this LinkedIn, all this other stuff. All these people love you and like you and care about you and you drop dead. Let me tell you something. I had a store owner on Allerton Avenue that I was friends with pass away. And I walked in. I had called up saying, you know, is John available? And they were like, oh, no, he's not available. Okay, so I'll go in. You know, it's not like John not to return my phone call. I said, excuse me, can I please speak to John? I'm worried. And, you know, they told me John was dead. I said, excuse me, how is John dead and y'all didn't let people know? And and, and they just kept on going like, oh, the chi in China. Okay, and, 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 and let's talk about politics. Like it was no big deal. Life meant nothing to them. So I went back to the store on the people who are now managers, and I told them, I said, I'm going to let you know something. That was very cold of you um, to not let the people who care about John let John know, uh, know that John is dead. Maybe we want to send a sympathy card to his wife or have attended this, the funeral. What's going on? If you don't put up a notice 
or let us know the truth, how can we come and pay our respects? People, and I want you to think about it like this. If you drop dead today or tomorrow, how many of these people that you are connected to really care? I mean, seriously. How many of them really care about you? That's how you need to clean some house. Then to be like, oh, it's the people who got my back, who are watching over me, who check in on me to say I love you, that it's a quality relationship. Now, that same question goes for Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit. Has God, can you look back over your life and see that God has had his hand over you and watched over you? I know there's a lot of situations that you've come through and you say, how in the world? And then you shudder because you know only God could have done it. That's deep. That's unconditional. So people, spend quiet time, quiet time over the next 30 days, getting to know God for yourself. So you could be like Job and say, I knew of you, but now I know you personally. Personally. I know Jesus know me because I'd be personal with him. I'd be like, look, <laughs> this is me, okay? And then y'all need to be like, this is me. And he know who me is, okay? You the different me than everybody else on the planet. Okay, so to bring it all full circle. Minding your P's and Q's, right? It is minding your earthly treasures. These are the most valuable gems that you got. If you mind your P's and Q's, I guarantee you that you will be one of the wealthiest persons on the planet because there are things that you cannot buy. There are things that are priceless. And if you have those priceless things, then the things that you can buy, you can get easy. You understand? But you got to first have the things that you can buy. You understand? Like joy, happiness, peace of mind, physical fitness, quiet time with the Holy Spirit, Jesus, and God. Knowing yourself and, you know, knowing that you're a child of God, that's the first way you should define yourself. And understanding that you're, you are royalty as a result of that, that's priceless. When you start knowing what you know, what you know, what you know, then you cannot be taken out of yourself. You cannot, okay, look at this situation that's going on in the world and go, oh, no, dun, 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 I'm not going to make it. <laughs> you can't say that. I know for a fact you're going to make it. You're going to make it and be smelling like roses. Because remember, people, we said that the fourth quarter of this year was going to be our best year, uh, best of the year, right? I've been telling y'all to do things ahead of time. We've been getting our house in order before the world is. The world been looking at you while you getting yourself together. They, you, divide, you the standard. Now I'm telling you, take it up a notch. Mind your P's and Q's. Mind them, mind them, mind them. Mind your P's and Q's. Mind your physical fitness. Make sure you are physically fit, okay? And we're working on that, right? Keep your peace of mind, all right? Prosperity. Know that prosperity is a guarantee for you because you're a child of God. Second, your Q's. Spend quality time with Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and God. And lastly, know what you know. You're a queen or king. Period. End of story. So, and you notice that's five things. I like to put my finger up in the angle. Physical fitness, peace of mind, prosperity, quiet time, queen or king. Make a fist. Hold it up. Be like, that's, that's ultimate power. You know what I'm saying? That's God's power. I can knock anything out that comes up against me. So can you. Okay? So, let me end today by saying, man, they say that one of the hardest things that you have to overcome is divorce. If I had not spent my, if I didn't slow it down and, and get it together when the wake-up call came for me, like today, this is a wake-up call for you. Start spending that quality time. Over the next 30 days, get that quiet time, that time where you just turn it all off and you are just focused on you 
God, the Holy Spirit, and Jesus and spend some quality time and, and also do some homework on you. And like I said, in Zero Mathematics, the Science of Today, those are the exercises I did to get crystal clear. So when it came, and people, it will come, that ultimate challenge, whatever that is for you, okay? Some think it's a stock market. No, sweetie, it's going to be something else, okay? Then boom, you'll be able to stand. <laughs> Let me tell you what happened next, right? And All right. He came home, told me this, don't mean the movie theater. All right. I cried that one night. By Sunday, he moved all his stuff out. Monday, I changed the locks, though. Tuesday, I had the painter up in here. I was up here buying new furniture. I was like, la, 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 let's get this on. I said, because, see, God gave me peace of mind. All right, I know who I am. And you know what? I cannot say I didn't do right by this man. I cannot say that I didn't uh, wait and do the plan and you know what? I didn't get children. I don't have children. Fine. Okay, Lord. You're going to bless me someday. Now it's 2008, right? <laughs> do I have children, y'all? No. Am I married again? No. But do you see me stressed out? I'm not stressed. Do I fall sometimes and get discouraged? Yes. My Facebook friends will tell you. You know, there was a, a moment in August where I said, Lord, Success means nothing if you don't have somebody. Lord, when is it going to be my turn? You know, we, we all go, Lord, when are you paying attention to my communication memo? I'm like, I sent you one in 2001. But you know what? He's getting it together for the right thing for me. So when the genuine comes, it's wonderful. And I say that to you to say, don't go. It might take time for the genuine to show up, for the prayer to be answered. Meantime, you keep doing you. Do I have all the things I talked about in minding my P's and Q's? I feel good. So I'm going to say a prayer that actually Dr. Guy Lanier gave to me on relying on God. And I'm going to post this up on the Taboo Talk online community for us to um, memorize. And here's a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray for your anointing on my life. I don't want to live my life and pursue success in my strength alone. Help me enhance the natural gifts and talents you have given me so I can use them to the fullest. I want to rely on you and rest in the promise that you are with me. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay? So we're going to rely on God. We're going to mind our P's and Q's, and we're going to be all right. Okay? So next week, I'm going to review all of the P's and Q's. Uh, I want to check in with you guys, see how you're doing. You know, and I have to say, on my personal physical fitness challenge, I have lost four pounds. <laughs> so I'm excited. I hope you have some pounds you could say that you've lost and things that you can do and give some, hey, you doing what you could do. I could tell you that, uh, you know, some good things are going on because we are doing this together. So know that you're not by yourself. If you haven't already, please join Taboo Talk online at taboo-talk.ning.com. There you can post pictures, put up music, uh, put up your profile, and you will get a personal weekly message from me of encouragement. What I try to do with the members of the online community is say something positive to them personally as well every week. So, you know, if you need extra special attention and care, go there. And also it's a great community of people. There's a lot of special people there, and um, they would love to meet you. They're from all over the world. Lastly, this uh, broadcast is brought to you by Unlimited Health Ministries. Again, my name is Lady Charmaine Day. I'm the pastor and Christian consultant of Unlimited Health Ministries. And you can find out more about us at www.unlimitedhelp.com. Please visit the website to see up-to-date pictures, uh, read the blog, and purchase any one of the books that uh, I have made or uh, Mama Day has made. And your support is greatly needed and appreciated. I appreciate you tuning in every week and, you know, showing me your support by listening 
you know, I prayed for listeners and for specifically leaders to listen. So I know if you're listening to this show, you're a leader in your community or your job, and I appreciate you. And the last thing I want to leave you with is that you are very, very special. Don't let nobody tell you you're not. You are a queen or a king. There's scripture to back up that word in Romans eight fourteen through 17. Look that up for yourself. Meditate on it. Marinate on it. So no one can take you outside of the world feeling you should feel. Remember, life is good. Feel blessed, not stressed. And so I see you next time. Goodbye. Charmaine Day with Pussy Report Number One. That's Pearls of Wisdom Underground Christian Crew Intelligence Report. Tell him all. Tell him all you're going through. He'll comprehend. He is your friend. Sometimes it feels like you're all alone in a world that can often be cruel. But God has been there for you. He's never abandoned you. So tell him all. Tell him all you're going through. He'll comprehend. He is your friend. When you feel like you can't make it and every day getting up is faking it, he'll give you the strength that you need, even if your face is as small as a mustard seed. So tell him. Tell him all. Because you know what I got? I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got, I got, I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got, I got, I got Jesus. Can you smell what the rock is cooking? I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got, I got, I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got, I got, I got Jesus. Can you tell what the rock is cooking? I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got, I got, I got Jesus. Can you feel what the rock is cooking? Do you know what the rock is cooking? I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got, I got, I got Jesus. If you know Jesus, raise your hands. Raise them. If you know Jesus, at your feet. Your feet. If you know Jesus, walk to the left, walk to the right, walk, 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 walk to the left, walk to the right. Raise your hands, raise your hands, stomp your feet, stomp your feet. No one can tell you what you know. No one can make you feel what you don't feel. If you can't feel what the rock is cooking, what do you know? I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got, I got, I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got, I got, I got Jesus. If you have Jesus, raise your hand. If you got Jesus, stomp, stomp your feet. If you got Jesus, clap, 
clap your hands. I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got, I got, I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got, I got, I got Jesus. Do you know what you know what you know? I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got, I got, I got Jesus. Guess what, people? We're coming to the end. I got Jesus, you got Jesus, I got, you got, you got Jesus.